0: Hi, I'm Elizabeth Bowman, Editor-in-Chief of Opera Canada, and today is a special edition of the Opera Glasses podcast, celebrating the winner of the Canadian Opera Company's center stage competition last night. The winner, Polish-Canadian soprano Carolyn Podolak, stunned in a gold dress last night singing Sempre Libera from La Traviata. She has had great success in many competitions, including first prize at the 2021 Polish Academy of Music Tournament at the Grand Theatre in Łódź. She also won the Toronto Buffalo District at the most recent Metropolitan Opera La Font competition and received an Encouragement Award at the Great Lakes Region Round for that competition. Thanks for being here today.
1: Thanks so much for having me.
0: And congratulations on your big win last night.
1: Thank you. I can't believe it's real. So <laughs> I appreciate it. It's really exciting.
0: And, and how, how do you feel? How do you feel today? Um, yeah, it's a
1: surreal feeling. You know, I saw my family. They're so happy for me. They've always been so supportive of me. So it's like it's a it's truly a dream come true, especially since I'm from Toronto, born and raised. So yeah, it's a very special feeling.
0: I think that this is a really fascinating topic to talk about. So um, competitions in general. Um, So I think it's great to have you on as a guest and um, you have a lot of experience with competitions and have had a lot of success with competitions. So I want to ask you, what do you do to prepare for a competition, especially one as big as the Canadian opera company's center stage?
1: So I do go through like a physical preparation. So I would say, Maybe a couple of weeks leading up to the competition, I'll eat well. Um, I'll stay active, usually more cardio stuff. Um, I'll see, I'll see my coach. Um, just make sure that uh, my repertoire is in check, um, polishing things, making sure it's all good. And I try to prepare as much as I can. So you know, pick out my dress early, pack up really early because I don't want to add extra stress in an already stressful situation. <laughs> Let's be real. So yeah, that would be my, my general, uh, regimen. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's really great. My, my parents uh, used to tell me that I should always control the variables that I can control. Um, and then everything else will fall as they will, you know, but, but exactly. that sounds exactly like what you're doing. You mentioned, um, focusing on your sort of physical fitness as well. What do you, what do you, how do you prepare? Um, you mentioned cardio, what, what specific cardio do you do?
1: Um, nothing too crazy. I mean, I'll, I like going on walks or hikes, um, maybe biking when it's more so in the warmer time. Um, I like swimming. I like skiing. Um, so, but, but really the most doable thing, I really like taking like a nice long walk, especially, on a day, a performance day, I just feel like it really warms up the body. And then, like, taking a warm shower, that's just, like, the perfect recipe for success,
0: (laughs) at least for me. Yeah, no, it's perfect. I think that Perrin Leach, the general uh, director of the Canadian Opera Company, um, last night mentioned that he um, sees opera singers like professional athletes. And I completely agree with that statement. And when you do this cardio and physical activity to warm up the body, you're not only warming up just the physical body, but also the breath control um, and all the things that you need to sustain yourself through those, those um, long arias and those long phrases. So I want to ask you what you were thinking before you you sort of went on stage last night?
1: Um, I, I was a bit, I was a bit nervous. <laughs> there was, um, I was last, so, so there was a lot of waiting for me, which is always a bit stressful. I was kind of pacing, but trying to stay focused. Um, but the moment I actually went on the stage, and especially during the rehearsal, it was just an incredible feeling being in such a huge house and looking at all the seats um, and the lights. So, you know, I've, I've watched performances there, but I've never been on that stage. So after I actually got on, it's like, whoa, well, you're in the zone. <laughs>
0: um, what's the best piece of advice that someone who's given you um, about singing in particular that you follow day to day?
1: I don't have like a specific piece of advice, but there are a lot of great things that have stuck out to me. I guess stay true to your voice. I know sometimes you want what you can't have, but I think it's important to stay true to your voice. Don't try to be bigger than you are. I've fallen into that trap before. I also think, you know, trust the process, be patient. Things don't come right away. And just know that it's a journey, truly. Every singer's journey is different.
0: When you say stay true to your voice, when I watched you perform last night, I watched on the stream from my house with my kids. And I found that you had a very strong confidence coming on the stage. And I identify confidence as understanding oneself and having having that understanding of who you are. And I think that that really um, projected to the audience last night. And obviously, you won the audience prize as well. So yeah, <laughs> I, I think those things go hand in hand. Yeah, oh, I appreciate that. I didn't even
1: I didn't think of that. So I'm, I'm happy that. That that came across.
0: <laughs> so moving into sort of career territory here, I'm just wondering what three roles you hope to perform in the next two or three years?
1: I would love to perform Lucia, and Lucia di Lammermoor, uh, Gilda and Rigoletto, um, Constance, um, Die Entführerin aus dem Sarai. That's it was very inspirational inspirational to me as a child that that aria and that role <laughs> um but i also have thought about queen of the night um that's you know i've i've dabbles in the arias <laughs> um and i just feel like with with time and with work it's it's a possible role so we shall see <laughs> when did you
0: start singing
1: when i was young uh i think the first kind of exposure or inspiration when it comes to opera was Uh, when I watched the movie Amadeus. It was my family's favorite film. Uh, And specifically, I loved uh, the scene where it's uh, Constance's aria. I also watched many productions as a child at the COC, you know, attend the dress rehearsals of the productions, and it was great. Um, So I don't remember much of that, but I just remember that it it was a part of my life as a child. And growing up, I loved singing. Um, But when it came to opera... It it came um, in an interesting way. I would like doing impressions. I'd try to sing like an opera singer. I even sang like a tenor for fun. And then my parents kind of thought, you know, you should maybe try this out. So I connected with a teacher, Kinga Mitrovska. She's actually, to this day, my vocal coach. Um, And she really inspired me there. Um, I started private lessons with her. I then studied in Europe as well. And that also was a very immersive and inspirational place to be. Um, So I think, yeah, that was the general journey of how I became an opera singer.
0: So what do you do when you're not on stage and singing and practicing and studying scores?
1: Um, I love film photography. I actually considered it as a profession. Um, I also love um, radio. I know it's something very specific, but I actually have a degree in radio and television, Um, And I worked in the radio industry, so that always holds a special place in my heart. (laughs) Um, I also love uh, vintage treasure hunting. (laughs) And um, as mentioned, I love the outdoors. So, you know, doing something active, hiking, fishing, that sort of thing.
0: So uh, tell me what you were wearing last night, because it was a really stunning gold dress. Very beautiful on you. So just, I'd, I'd love to know more about it.
1: Thank you so much. I love that dress. Actually, I um, I discovered it actually looking at photos from the Classic uh, Brit Awards. I think it was 2018. Pretty End wore that same dress. And I was very curious um, what designer it was because I loved it so much. So I looked it up. Um, I found out it was McDougal. I found out the exact model, I guess, name. I looked it up on eBay out of curiosity because you never know. And originally it's about... I think six, seven hundred dollars. Um, but I found an auction, and it was on for a hundred dollars. And I didn't even know how eBay worked, but I kind of placed a bid, even though it was too small for me. Um, and I won, so I was really happy. But I was like, um, "Will it fit me? We'll see." So I got it, and I went to a seamstress, and she actually took material from the bottom put it here made it bigger and and that's the story behind it and i i really love it because it's it's just such a spectacular dress it looks nice on stage and i love gold so yeah it's that's the
0: story that's a great story and um i hope uh pretty yende uh can now hear it <laughs> how inspirational she was
1: yeah i love her so I, I i feel happy that we have the same dress
0: yeah she's she's an amazing singer as well yeah. um well thank you so much for being here today and for doing this interview the day after and um, and uh you know i really wish you the best with um, everything
1: coming up for you thank you so much and it's an honor to be interviewed by you thank you i appreciate it